Hey gang, that's Holly. And that's Brooke. And this is the Macabcast. And I'm Nikon. Episode 36. Yes, 36. My mom admitted to me, well actually, multiple of my family members admitted to me how far they are in the podcast. Oh. And it was funny because... My mom was like, I think I'm on episode, like, 10 or something. And I laughed. And I was like, Mom, we're on 36. And she was like, what? It was so funny. And I was like, oh, God. And then I I told Daniel that I, like, totally made fun of him in the last episode. And that he's going to be mad at me. Yeah. (laughs) But I didn't tell him what for. Good, good. (laughs) I told him he has to listen to it so he knows. The Owl Beaverhawk, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, the Owl Beaverhawk. Sorry, Daniel. Um, I just really think it was just an owl or, like, a very mangy animal. (laughs) <laughs> Listen, Brooke, you weren't even there. Literally. You literally didn't see it. Ugh. I had to see Daniel's piece for him. Yeah, honestly. Anyways. Nikon was channeling Daniel yeah, for that. Honestly. He's... I was like shaking the entire time. Daniel's Daniel's honored, honestly. I, I already know. <laughs> I don't think we have any corrections this week, as far as I'm aware. I remember I listened to one of the episodes. And I wanted to, like, say an addition that wasn't a correction, and then I don't remember what it was. Mm. So nice. I have nothing. We're also recording in the morning today, which we normally never do. Yeah. So the energy is going to be weird. This is the macabre cast in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> morning macabre with coffee and tea. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll just be more on track. I mean, the last time we, we did this in the morning, we were more on track. Um, but we we also funny. were, yeah, not as funny. We were, like, very subdued. And tired. Yeah. Good thing I've, are, I've been up for a lot longer than you guys have, so That's I'm, like, true. awake. I mean, I've been up for a couple hours. Technically, I have, too. Excellent. I just wasn't fully awake for all of them. Yeah, you were snoring. I don't think Rude. Nikon, <laughs> I don't think Nikon has been awake until after they ate their breakfast when they arrived. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that statement. Cause same. I'm Nikon Shabdar, and I approve that message. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, according to my sleep study results, I apparently am never awake, so that's fun. (laughs) What? Okay, we'll talk about that later when we're not (laughs) recording the podcast, because I didn't know you even got your results back I just got them yesterday. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) What the hell? It's inconclusive for everyone who cares. Uh, of course That's it is. so on brand for you, yeah. by the way. That's like when I went to, every time I go to the doctor, actually, and they're like, it's because you're fat and it's because you're, you, have anxiety. Um, you have anxiety and depression. And I'm like, I don't think that's why I have they hives. Might, they might as well just say it's because you're a woman. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Because you know that that's exactly why they're telling you that. Mm-hmm. I mean... Weight especially, too, like, even just gender oh, aside, yeah. like, yeah. doctors will just fix it on Every that single like, time I go to the doctor, the first thing that they say is, like, well, you need to exercise more. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, how okay. about you go die? <laughs> and then they're like, well, you also have depression, and that's what's causing this. And I'm like, okay, so you know I have depression. And then you're telling me to exercise, which, like, isn't usually super accessible when you have depression. Yeah. Yeah. I love getting super helpful advice from my doctor. Yeah. I love when someone tells you, well, you should just, just do it. You just have to do it. Uh-huh. You just have, have you to... ever thought of just not feeling that way? Yeah. Ugh. You just have to do it. 
I don't know what's so hard about that. Just change your attitude. <laughs> yeah, no. You just need to have a positive outlook on things. Meanwhile, executive dysfunction over there in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's anyways. why I don't go to the doctor. So anyways. <laughs> Our little doctor corner here. Uh. Contenders? Uh, I will go first. I feel okay. like you always say your contender first, yeah. so I'll say mine first. I will be covering The Beast of Bray Road. Other- ex- wait. Otherwise known as The Wisconsin Werewolf. Oh. Okay. But I like The Beast of Bray Road better. I yeah. feel like it's a better name. I'm excited because I've never heard of it. I hadn't either. Yeah. And when I found it, I found a really gross picture. And I was Excellent. like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I have a picture for mine that has nothing to do with mine, but I, nice. that I saw while I was researching. And mm-hmm. I was like, Brooke will love this and will want it as a print in her house. And so I saved it so that you could see it. I'm um, really excited for that. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, but for mine, this possibly this week, maybe next week. Right. We'll see. Um, I'm doing. I'm covering Sin Eaters. Ugh, when you told me that, I was like, Bleh. I think I texted you, <laughs> ew. Yeah. I, I said, ew, ew, cool, or something like that. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Bleh. Shall we Rochambeau? I was trying to sip my tea. Oh, sip your tea first. Pour the tea. To please your ASMR slurping thoughts. from Nikon. I was trying to slurp loudly, and then I didn't think through that I was, I'd had to slurp and drink it that way. I almost <laughs> choked on it. Anyways. <laughs> um, anyways. Roch... Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Let me just... Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Players ready? Ready. Yes. I want a good, clean match. <laughs> okay. I'm injured. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not going to give you any allowances because of that. Rude. Okay, okay. ready? Mm-hmm. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot! Rock to rock. Another round. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot! <gasps> Brooke wins. Rock crushes scissors. Uh. Holly, how does it feel to be crushed? I feel crushed. Get absolutely wrecked. <laughs> I also realized you couldn't see what I was doing, so I'm sorry about that. She, Brooke it's was okay. using sneaky tactics. <laughs> sneaky tactics. I, so it's hard when there's like a lot of mics and like cups with hot coffee in yeah, them, like yeah. right around where my arms are supposed to go. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Brooke needs room to flail. I <laughs> should not be trusted. <laughs> I also wanted to say I think I'm going to start doing loser interviews. Oh, loser interviews. Like where it's now when I asked Holly how it felt to be crushed. I like that. I like a loser interview. Thank you. <laughs> loser. Anyways. <laughs> Rude. So, Brooke, what do you choose? Do you want to go first or second? Yeah, I want to go first today. I had a feeling. Excellent. <laughs> Sips coffee. Gives me time to drink my tea. Sip, sip, sip. Yeah, you guys can catch up to the awakeness that I am at. Hey, I'm awake. I don't know. I know, but you guys both arrived, and I, I was like, oh, they're sleepy. (laughs) I could tell. It's because we weren't giggling when we came. I mean, yeah, you guys normally are like actual school children giggling outside the door, giggling on our way. Literally, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just I just mean because I woke up at like six a.m. today, so I'm and I've been drinking my coffee for a while. Yeah. Anyway. Don't you wake up at six a.m. like every day though? I'm not. I mean, technically, kind of. But not always. <laughs> I got you. Yesterday I overslept and I was almost late. 
for. Good for you. Yeah. I guess you needed it. That's the depression. So, sources for today. Yes. Mm -hmm. I actually found this because I was perusing all that's interesting. (gasps) That's one of my sources, too. (laughs) It's, like, one of my favorite websites to just, like, if I can't sleep or if I, like, feel like just doing, like, some weird internet searches, Mm -hmm. I'll just go to see what they're, like spooky happenings of the week are yeah and then they have like updated articles and so i just take i found it that way um great article on there um also of course the wikipedia page for that and then a couple other things that i'll mention later mm-hmm. also milwaukee magazine there was an article about the beast of bray road and then um i took a little bit of information from the original recordings of this situation okay uh which are now compiled into a book called The Beast of Bray Road, Tailing a Wisconsin's Were- Werewolf. Excuse me. But um, originally it was articles that were um, published by Linda Godfrey um, during the 80s and 90s when this was, like, happening. Hmm. Um, okay. But after, basically, many years of her articles about it, they, like, compiled them all into a book. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I didn't read the book, but I read some, like, snippets snippets of her articles, basically. Because those are the most fleshed out yeah. versions of the stories. Alrighty. So, the Beast of Bray Road. Shall we start? I'm ready. Yes, yes. <laughs> the year is 1936. Ooh. Oh, my. And we're in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, on Bray Road. No way. Elkhorn... Do you have to bray when you go down? Apparently, <laughs> braying is the sound horses make, right? No, uh, donkeys. I just had braying, a braying. Yeah. I just had a moment where I was like, "What sound do donkeys make?" <laughs> do you want to bray? I was anyways. like, "Do you want to make the sound? <laughs> it's quite a sound." <laughs> I mean, if you can, I actually uh, would no, like. No, I don't know yeah. how to make that sound. Unfortunately, okay. I can do a really good turkey gobble though. <gasps> Excellent. Which is on brand for me. Yeah. Wait. No. Oh. <laughs> I have to do it really loud, and I don't have that in me right now. <laughs> I got you. It is early. Maybe catch me another time when we're outdoors. Okay. Sorry. So, go, go I, no, you're fine. Um, mine's also shorter for today, so if we have little tangents here and here, here and there, I'm happy for it. Excellent. Um, Elkhorn, Wisconsin, for those of us who don't know where that is, it's along the southern border of Wisconsin by Illinois on the, uh, like, if you're looking at the map on, like, the right-hand side. Okay. So, like, towards the Chicago side. Okay. Um, of Illinois. <laughs> so yeah. it's nearby there. Uh, this town, it's a very small town. It's noted as, like, a picturesque, cookie-cutter, Hallmark movie town. Nice. Mm. So just, like, Perfect cozy, setting for this. cornfields, dairy farms, prairie Burst. lands. Yeah, I know. Like, all that shit. Oh, <laughs> Uh... I would say a slight preface of just, like, a lot of religious people. Where we can go ahead and assume yeah. there are a lot of Christians there. In a weird way, I feel like anywhere that there are cows, there are Christians. Yes. Uh, not if you're not in the West. Well, I mean in the U.S. And Europe. That's true. That's true. I was thinking just more the Midwest equals, like, a lot of Christians. (laughs) This is also true. So, um, 
keep that in mind as we're kind of going through this. I didn't pull all of the quotes that the quote unquote like people who saw it did because they were honestly so fucking ridiculous. I was like, there's no way <laughs> these people are so dramatic. I kept a couple, but we'll we'll see. I'll tell you about it. Um, Bray Road runs about 17 miles long and it butts up against um, St. Coletta School for the Exceptional Children or otherwise feeble-minded, which is a... What? Yeah, I don't know why they call it the School for the Exceptional Children. I think that's them pretending like it didn't used to be called the School for Feeble-minded. Okay, because the way that you said that, I was like, oh, it's for, like, a gifted children's program. That's what I thought, too, when I first read it, but then when I read more, it was actually an institution, well, it was a place where they would institutionalize people who were, well, just people who were, um, like, disabled or had, like... They really need to, like... Yeah, I know. Rename that. Well, I don't think... Yeah. Not super fucking offensive. Yeah. 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 Yikes. I also, as a side note, um, I almost did for mine the Buck v. Bell trial. Oh. Which has to do with some some of the stuff that you were just mentioning. And yeah. I'm excited. I'm going to do it when Saint I have Coletta more time. Saint Coletta or not specifically? Yeah. No, just like institutions. Yeah. And, I only bring that up just because I think, like, places like that are spooky. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And the weird side quest fun fact that I have about that is that St. Coletta, so it's like a parish, but then it's connected, obviously, so that's also, like, a part of the Christianity thing that's coming up here. Um, But it's actually the same institution that they um, put Rosemary Kennedy when they lobotomized her. That's oh. where they sent her after. Interesting. In 1941. So, Which, that in and of itself mm-hmm. should be a podcast episode. Right? I know. I, 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 just, yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I just put it in there because I was like, this is a spicy Slide thing. So maybe, so maybe we'll, like, revisit that later. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just think, you know, that's definitely setting a tone about the type of people that lived here. Yeah, yeah. And, it like, what they believed context. in. Yeah. And maybe, like, why they might think some things later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're starting at the initial sighting, which is in 1936. Okay. Um, so, Mark Shackleman was a night watchman at the convent, the Catholic convent of St. Coletta. Nice. Uh, he, it was a huge grounds. There's tons of space around it. Shackleman's routine included walking the entire grounds at night, just making sure nothing questionable was going on. Okay. Which I have to wonder, like, what kind of questionable things were happening normally that you'd have to have a night watchman? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, the grounds reportedly contain a lot of wide-open fields. Okay. Orchards. And some... This is where things get kind of spicy. What a lot of articles referred to as, quote-unquote, preserved Native American burial grounds. Hmm. Which means that they built a Catholic convent on them. That's all. Oh. So how does that count as preserved? I don't is. know, because I, I couldn't find... I think they just find... mean that they didn't literally, like, fuck the hell out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like dig shit up and, like, like yeah. mess Like, up the bodies are still there. Pretty much. Yeah. I think that's all it means. And you can't, like, there's not much information about it. And I only okay. put it in here, like, I put it in here because the initial sighting mentions something about that, 
And I think that might have something to do with the assumptions that were made. Okay. <laughs> again, I'm pointing at the Catholic thing or, like, the Christian yeah. thing again. Um, but that okay. also is a lot of speculation on my part. Well, we'll come back to that at the we'll end. See. <laughs> I was just going to say, I love how that's, like... It gives a lot of the, like, because we did the bare minimum of, like, didn't actively destroy something, right. we're quote-unquote preserving exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Which that's gives why, them so much credit. Yeah, that's So why, much credit for absolutely nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I put that information in this part of the story because it comes up later, and I wanted to clarify this now that I just, like, disagree with that whole situation. Fair enough. <laughs> Before we even get to mentioning it. Okay. Because I don't particularly think it's that important that it's mentioned when it is so i think they just i think they just were like it happened on a native american burial ground you know what i mean like yeah i think anyways this is like we're pandering so much about this but (laughs) well but it's same thing that we talked about with that other one that you mentioned the haunting um the bell witch i think Oh, yes. Yeah, where we had a whole discussion about yeah. it as well. Yeah, same Feel thing. free to I'd pop up. I'd rather back. have a long discussion than no discussion. Either. Yeah, I mean, I I just wanted to clarify that that's gross. Yeah, mostly. Mm. <laughs> um, so Night Watchman, Mark Shackleman, I'll just call him Shackleman for the rest. Mm. Uh, he has to walk the grounds every night, and part of the process is walking around the area where those burial grounds are because they're kind of in the middle of the open fields that surround the convent and yeah. the school for quote-unquote exceptional children is what they okay. call it now. <sighs> there are a lot of things going on already. I just really yeah. wanted you guys to have a full picture of what the community is like before I even tell you what happens. Okay. I appreciate it. Yeah. You so, gotta set the scene. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. You're fine. While walking through a field on the outskirts of the property... Shackleman saw a beast, so he describes. Hmm. The form was hunched over a mound, and here is where he says it was on one of the burial mounds. Okay. And it was digging with its front arms or paws, sort of, like, in the dirt. Okay. Um, He noted that it was distinctly canine in nature Mm -hmm. and stature as well. But Shackleman notes that it was also way too big to be just a wolf. Yeah. Um, it was huge. Mm. So he's kind of peeping at it. Yeah. Um, and as he observed, the beast suddenly sort of looked up and looked right at him. Terrifying. Yeah. Mm. And just stared eye to eye with him. Slow blinks. <laughs> like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> like a cat. Oh, my God. You got to cover your ass. Right. Cover your bases. Yep. That's what you do with Winry. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I also, when I ran into a family of raccoons the other day, I gave them slow blinks just in case it helped. I do that too, actually. <laughs> That's so weird. Um, so the beast had shaggy black hair. Okay. And then patches of what looked like exposed skin mm. and, like, muscle. Oh, not necessarily like ripped open, but like like a muscly, like you sinuous see. skin body, yeah. mm-hmm. also like patched around it. So mm. some of it was hairy, some of it wasn't. Mm. We just talked about last week how I just don't like when there's just skin. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird to me. It grosses me out. Um, and he notes it stood at around six to seven feet tall by his estimation. Mm. Jeez, Louise! Like six to seven feet tall. Like, is it on all fours? 
Uh, yeah, so, like, it was kind of standing on its back legs, like, digging, and then it kind of, like, stood with its paws in front of itself, like... Yeah, like... Like... Like when you make a dog kind of, like, do upsies. Do the little prairie dog type Yeah, kind of. Like, it okay. was sitting kind of like that, hunched, though, and staring at him. Okay. From a distance. Gotcha. Horrifying. No thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's, that's big, too. And after staring, it growled uh. in a low, almost human-like growl voice. Ooh. Quote from Shackleman himself. It made a sound. It was a three-syllable growl, low and mean, something like... And then this is... Okay, so the way it's phonetically written <laughs> is Gadara. Okay. Like, Gadara is the sound he says it made. Okay. And that is very specific, like, he said that. He said yeah. that it made a three-syllable human-like growl sound that almost sounded like speech. Okay. Or almost sounded like... It was trying to talk. Like, there were different sounds than a normal growl would have. Yeah, it yeah. sounded like an animal that was trying to speak, but doesn't know how to speak, like, human mm -hmm. language, mm. according I to him. I don't like that. Yeah. So, and remember, it's just staring at him. Mm -hmm. Here, Shackleman admits he's strong, but then he's like, uh, I smell rotting flesh. Yeah. And he's like, nah, mate, I better run. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so he as he begins to turn away, the beast suddenly runs off into the trees away from him, into the forest. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. <laughs> I thought you were, so were going to say it was going to chase them, and I was like, I know, I know, I know, I know. No, thank you. Um, maybe later. Uh, yeah. So, there's not much known about Shackleman, like, as a person, but it's said that he was, like, in his late 30s, he was married, he was just, like, a regular dude who had his night job. Yeah. And it said that he went home and he told this story to his wife. Mm -hmm. The next night, Shackleman re reluctantly made his rounds again. Yep, I would never go back, yeah. but that's fine. Um, only to discover the beast digging in the same mound the next night. No, thank you. He needs to get the bones. Yeah. So this time it rose up and started growling right away, kind of standing yeah. in an upright position. I hate that. And snarling at him and showing its huge <sighs> fangs <sighs> hanging down out of, like, its open mouth, I basically. Like it. Staring directly at him again. So... Two important things to note, the, like, weird, patchy, non-human, non-animal skin situation. Yeah. And, again, he mentions that every time he smells the smell of rotting flesh when he sees it. What if it was a mangy bear? I mean, that's possible. That's my theory <laughs> for now. Mangy bear, the smell of rotting flesh is the grave that he's digging up. I mean, why would it be rotting flesh if it was, like, an, an ancient That's burial true. ground, though? Like, that would be dry That's remains true. at that point. So, unless he was eating something. Maybe he was eating something and burying it. It's possible. There. We we don't know. I mean, it's possible that that's true. That's... We'll Had get a to, good snacky. Yeah. Okay, we'll there's, get to There's theories, theories at okay. the end. They're short. I mean, I would like to bring them up as we go. Yes, I think that is true. 
I'm not going to say yes or no to, until. like, what the official theories are if you guys bring them up until the end, because I want to just, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. for that, suspend disbelief a little bit longer, I think. Yeah. Shackleman <laughs> um, basically reports that he, like, ran the fuck away again. It ran Good. off. He was horrified. He went home and told his wife again, and mm-hmm. they reported it publicly, and somehow this information was, like, recorded. Yeah. <laughs> um... He again reports that the sound haunted him for years and that it he just kept saying it sounded too close to human speech but still not quite right. Oh. He I never, don't I yeah. don't like things that are like just a bit off, you know. Me too. It's it reminded like, me of something and you're not it's upsetting. Oh no go. It's from FMA. Oh. Oh, uh-huh. The homunculus dog. Yeah. yeah. For those of you listening, my favorite TV show of all time is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and there is a very fucked up scene where there's a human and dog combined. Let, let me rephrase that. A child combined with her dog. And it's disturbing. Mm-hmm. It's disturbing. Yeah, no yeah. thank you. No thank you. I don't like any, like... I'm fascinated by, but also greatly disturbed by situations where there's, like, vivisection or... Animals and humans combined. Yeah, Holly I don't knows. Like it. I have like a really big fear of like pig people. Like when people are genetically combined with pigs and they have like half and half. Like that kind of shit. I can't watch stuff no. that has that in it. Mm-hmm. It's no. like it's my nope card. Is like pig people. You'll be very happy to know that in our little monster of the week thing that we were doing, one of my options for like a storyline was a pig people one, and I looked at it and I said nope not doing that Brooke would kill me yeah I would probably pass away (laughs) yeah I just can't I don't know why it like really freaks me out as much as I do love pushing your buttons I know where the line is yeah so to anyone who's questions that I don't know I don't don't know why like for some reason pig people and it's I think part of it is like the pig screaming sound I like will have even if it's like a very tame thing like the episode of Doctor Who where they're in New York and there's pig people I will have nightmares about it yeah. for days. I don't know why. I think it's the sound of the pig screaming. It's There's just, oh. like, yeah. really disturbing to me. I also yeah. just don't really like pigs. Like, I have respect for them as creatures, but I don't personally want to be around I them. I don't. You don't? I have no respect for pigs. Damn. They don't deserve Sorry, rights. Sorry, I kicked you, Nikon. You're good. Mm. Why are you so hateful of pigs? I get it. <laughs> oh, you're talking about police? I actually wasn't, but I do agree with that. <laughs> Fuck him. I totally didn't even make that connection as I was talking about it. Oh, don't you hate when people are combined with pigs? <laughs> the worst. It's the worst. Uh, anyways, so um, he never saw it again after those two nights. Uh, but where you were, you know, the legend stands from Shackleman's initial viewing. Of yeah. the Beast of Bray Road. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. It actually wasn't until the late 1980s that several reports would resurface for the Beast of Bray Road. So, I mean, that's a long time. It's like 40 years later. Yeah, that's... Actually, pl- more than that. Like, 50 years later, because it's late 80s. Honestly. That's a good chunk of time. That's a good chunk of time for, like... But this, you know what? It's like It reminds me a lot of the um, Loveland Frogman. Yeah. Because that one was, like, the initial sighting was, I think, 30 years apart from the second one. Yeah. And then another 30 years apart from the, like, teenager that saw it again in the I mean, 2018 or whatever. Have, like, what are those 
bugs that come out every seven years or something. The cicadas. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe they have a thing like that where it's like every 30 years maybe. the frogman uh, comes out. The frogman. You know? Or the beast of Bray Road yeah. returns every, every 50 years yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Doesn't that mean it would be... It's coming soon. Not to be weird, but like if it was the 80s and it's now 2023, just saying, Beast of Bray Road, it's coming back. Shit. Get ready. <laughs> the reprisal is happening. <laughs> um, so reports resurfaced in the late 1980s, which actually urged Walworth County um, Weekly to assign Linda Godfrey, the author I mentioned earlier, or the journalist, to cover the story. And so she was sort of assigned to this story when um, multiple accounts came up in that time. Nice. And then this is when all those articles kind of came together over the next chunk of time. Though skeptical at first, uh, Linda Godfrey, I'll call her Godfrey, actually was convinced over time by the stories told by several residents. Oh. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know anything about her, so I don't know. But (laughs) I always love when a skeptic becomes convinced. Yeah. Because then I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like. Yeah. This might have some credibility. It, it might have something. I think she makes a comment, and I quote it later. Um, and I think, if anything, she just becomes less skeptical because she has a really, like, logical conclusion towards the end. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So let's, uh, let's, let's talk about the other sightings, then. Nice. And I will say her book has the title Wisconsin Werewolf, and it was sort of in this resurfacing in the 80s, 90s that they gave it that name, okay. the Wisconsin Werewolf. So it has kind of two names. I like the Beast of Bray Road, though. Yeah. It's trans. <laughs> so jumping to 1989, the first resurfaced sighting was by Lori and Drizzy, I think is how you pronounce her last name. Okay. So while dr- driving home from work along Bray Road again, Lori saw what she described as a massive creature standing, facing away from her up ahead on the, on the side of the road. So she's driving okay. and she sees this like huge thing yeah. from behind and she's like, the fuck is that? Yeah. So she keeps driving <laughs> and as she passed it, she looks back at it and she notes a, again, hunched sort of body. Mm-hmm. Long claws this time. Digging in the side of the road, in the dirt. What is he looking for? I don't know! (laughs) With a dog-slash-bear-like face, again. And the long black fur mixed with sort of skin, patchy, patchy, gross stuff. It's Mangy Bear Jr. Mangy Bear Jr. Just saying, that's not that bad of a guess. (laughs) Um... So she saw it, she kept driving, so it just kind of was there. And yeah. she was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. So she went to the library the next day, a queen. Nice. We no, honestly, dis- not though, because oh. weird. I, I have, I'm skeptical of this woman. But <laughs> she found a book called The Golden Book of the Mysterious that was written in 1976. And right. she found illustrations of werewolves in the book. And okay. she was convinced... That something weird was happening. I mean, I'll give the something weird. Yeah. Here's her little quote. I just found feel like all the quotes from this story are, like, really dramatic people who, like, really dramatic white people who go to church and just, like, are telling these stories 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just so dramatically. Yeah. Because yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. you know what type of people I'm talking oh, yeah. about. I mean, yes, I do know. <laughs> the, I saw something weird that I don't understand. And it instead must be of, Satan. Yeah. Instead of going to, like, find out anything actually logical, I'm going to um, decide it was Satan. Yeah. The, to this day, I believe it was satanic. Yeah. Please, I want that on a shirt. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and also, no. <laughs> Just no. Anywho. So, she did report, although after that quote, I'm like, mm, I don't know. But she did say that the next day while she was driving, she saw it again. Oh. But, like, with much... Sorry, I keep kicking you guys. With much less description, just that she's like, I saw it again when I was in the car with my friend, and she saw it, too. Like, that's what, that's okay. what she said. Okay. Where's this friend? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They, she wasn't named, but whatever. Mm. In 1991, then, two years later, Halloween night, Ooh. Doris Gibson... So, by the name, these are old people. Yeah, just Doris. Yeah. I'm, I'm judging Although them. every Doris had to be young at one point. She wasn't here. Okay. I'm assuming. <laughs> so while driving along a foggy road on Halloween night. This Excellent. is why I think it's fucking dumb. I, I, I <laughs> love it. I love I, it. I love it. I love it, but these people are liars. <laughs> okay, anyway. Also, could have just been a kid in a costume if it's Halloween. Yeah, fair. It'd be a great costume. True. People go hard sometimes. That's true. That's true. They don't want to be called a werewolf sighting. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Maybe they do. Maybe it was just a furry. Like, jeez. Oh, my God. Maybe it was. Yeah. Maybe they, they were still and figuring out. And that's why it looked weird. They had an old, like, they were just making their first fursuit. Yeah. They were still working out the kinks. Yeah. The Beast of Bray literally Road was literally... Oh. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Holly? <laughs> I said they were just working out the kinks. And I said literally and figuratively. Uh. Hey. You know, yeah. you know. So Doris was driving, and it's dark. She's just can't visibility's low. There's fog. Yeah, and she feels her kind of front right wheel kind of bump. Clip, Did she run it over? Yeah, clip something. Well, I mean, it's huge. She couldn't just like run it over. But yeah. she feels her front right end of her car clip something. Right. Mm -hmm. So the right end of her car would be on the outer edge of the yeah. street, right? So like near the um, side of the road. The shoulder, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just my blinds. <laughs> thought it was Winry. Yeah. Figuring it was a small animal that she hit, she drove about another 50 feet, stopped to like assess the damage on her car, and kind of she looked down, walked down the street a little bit to kind of yeah. see what it was on the, on the, mm -hmm. <laughs> in the road, if she's hit anything, right? Yeah. She didn't see anything in the road behind her, so she started walking back to her car, but when she turned and started walking... A beast burst out of the woods and came running after her. No. <laughs> Galumphing. No, 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 no. Yeah. Reportedly, she quickly ran into her car yeah. and fucking hit the gas and I just mean, started speeding really? away. No way. Only to feel the back end of her car kind of get jostled as <gasps> it attacks the rear end of her no. car as she's speeding away. Supposedly, her blue, I think it was like a, to not a Toyota Corolla, something like some like random car. Yeah. It had claw marks on it, reportedly. Uh. Her... Her quote that I kept, I didn't keep all of it because it was frankly ridiculous, but I kept this part. She called it, quote, a freak of nature, one of God's mistakes. Oh. They're so Christian. They're so dramatic. It's like, 
I'm Imagine sorry. to be called one of God's mistakes. Also, I would like it on a t-shirt, please. I was gonna say. Also, I'd like to point out the hypocrisy of that statement, mm-hmm. because that's implying that God makes mistakes, mm-hmm. and for a Christian person... Specifically if a God Catholic, is almighty. Yeah, for someone to, who, like, subscribes to any sort of Christian subsect or, like... Right anything to imply, to imply that, that god, god makes, makes mistakes, mistakes is fucking bonkers yeah. to me fucking bonkers yeah but and i feel like that's also like in old timey oh, i don't know how to describe this but like in old timey brain <laughs> well i yeah. feel like that's also just how they described a lot a of phrase. things they couldn't yeah. understand because they didn't have the knowledge or vocabulary for it or frankly um the ability to learn it because they're like lead poisoned yeah yeah and Mm. probably like very closed-minded yeah Mm. (laughs) i'm making a lot of assumptions about these people but i just kind of like felt like the vibe was very specific we have very strong feelings about them i mean here's the thing every single quote in the articles were like it was god's freak of nature like it was all like that like it was satanic Mm -hmm. i was like okay Okay. barbara like no (laughs) seriously because i mean Nothing about this is giving any religious anything, you no. know what I mean? Like they're just like, I don't understand this, so I must say so religion. Satan. Yeah. I'm not gonna read all the accounts, but apparently over the next ten years ish, like late eighties through the nineties, there were several reports by several people. I will note that in the articles it's all women. Okay. And we'll get back to that later. Okay. Um, some young, some older, different age groups, different, like, social groups, like, all yeah. different ki- types of people, but claimed that they s- either saw it, that, that it chased them, maybe one woman, one young woman claimed that it chased her through the woods. Yikes. Um, that would be terrifying. There was no other details, though, about that. Um, I would say, like, over the years, they increased greatly in sensationalism. Okay. Um... One of the later ones being the, like, I was in the forest and it chased me and I got away kind of thing. Um, Lots of people were skeptical of it around that time, especially because it was an old folk tale that people were kind of reprising in uh, 50 years later. And it was, like, well known in the area. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, oh, of course you did. Yeah. Yeah. So after many accounts and after you know, all of the articles that Godfrey wrote, she writes, there is a high probability that everyone is not always seeing the same thing. Mm -hmm. There could be a biological, physical animal seen by some, while others could see a phantom or supernatural entities from a variety of sources, Mm -hmm. meaning that it could be different belief systems or things that people are seeing and drawing conclusions from. And then she ends it with a few maybe misidentifications or hoaxes. Yeah. So I I think, like, she was convinced that, like, people were seeing something, but she's also saying that, like, she doesn't... Not convinced of what it is they're seeing. No, yeah. She's not convinced it's a werewolf, necessarily, or a beast of Bray Road. She's saying, like, yes, people are, like, seeing something, potentially, but some people might be lying. Yeah. Well, and once the, like the story enters the collective consciousness Mm -hmm. if you see something that somewhat resembles that you're gonna be like it was the beast of bray road yep 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 yep." (laughs) and this has kind of become a staple 
of Elkhorn, Wisconsin. You can go there. It's kind of like, you know, there's a lot of towns that kind yeah. of play in. I mean, we live in Washington and like every store has Sasquatch merch. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's there's actually constant. a publishing company. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, like, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but like my grandpa logged at the logging camp that was like the original yeah place of bigfoot or whatever and there's like my grandma says that they when they went there there's like stuff in the town and that was back when they were my grandparents were young yeah before they like had kids and stuff too yeah so like this is just the local lore right yeah. <laughs> um i'm gonna dive into some theories we're gonna talk a little bit about I think this is going to be the time where I'm going to let you two loose on just, like, your thoughts, too. Excellent. Based on what I have to say for theories. Okay. Nice. The first theory that I actually saw only on the All That's Interesting article, but I found really interesting considering the Christianity in this area, Mm -hmm. or the Christian focus of this area, um, was hellhounds. Oh. And so, obviously, this, this area we can assume that a lot of the people there were very religious. Mm-hmm. Um, so choosing to automatically associate with something devilish, satanic, blah, 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 like, it's a given. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a connection that was made in that article is the gadara sound. Yeah. Actually um, shares a resemblance to, I don't know how to pronounce it, but gadara or gadara, which is a location in the Bible where Jesus exercised a demon from a possessed man. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Yes. So there is that connection there. It doesn't really stand for anything, but um, Holly, do you want to describe what a hellhound is, actually? (laughs) Uh, I actually don't know too much. I mean, I know, like, the Greek version Mm -hmm. of, like, a hellhound, but I don't know... They actually aren't mentioned in the Bible. No, they're not. But a lot of uh, people who are like <laughs> Christian take you know borrow from Greek yeah right and so like they're like ooh is it a giant dog yeah because of the way it looks basically yeah cause like hellhounds they're basically like giant dogs that are usually black yes that destroy people and things yeah do they breathe fire or is that just like no I don't think so that would yeah. be terrifying <laughs> Are you looking up? Do I'm just gonna just breathe fire. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if that's just like a like fantasy setting kind of thing. Oh, maybe. Of like, yeah. You know, like a Dungeons and Dragons version of a hellhound. So the reason, like, what yeah, people actually, yeah, yeah. So if they're associated with hell, and another reason why a lot of Christians create associations across, like, you know, like Greco-Roman things with that is because they're included in Dante's Inferno. Yeah. As well in hell, which is one interpretation of hell. Yeah. Of many interpretations of hell. Also, like, Greek and Roman culture during that time period did have a lot of influence Mm -hmm. on, like, Christianity as a whole and as, like, the Bible has a lot of, like, Greek and Roman influence right, in right. it, which I know that people who are Christian don't want to, like... Admit that. Admit to... Well, some people who are Christian don't want to admit to... Yeah. Or, like, think about the Bible as having been written by people. Yeah, but, they don't want to ad- ad- admit or acknowledge the fact that a- 
actual things that happened in history affected what happened in the Bible because yeah. it was written by actual people. Yeah. But, who lived through history yeah. and lived in those places at And, like, those there times. are people who know that and are very accepting of that, but there's also, like, a large percentage of people who don't and right. won't accept. And we're in the Midwest, so we can only assume yeah. <laughs> that the bleed has already begun, right? Yeah. A basic description of a hellhound is a mythological hound that embodies a guardian or servant of hell, the devil, or the underworld. Um, supernaturally strong, un, like overgrown, black, and often have red eyes accompanied by flames. I don't think they breathe fire, though, Nikon. Okay. They that just would be got dope, fire though. going on. They've yeah. got fire eyes. I think they're just associated with fire because of hell. Mm. I did see when I Googled it, just like a picture of one with fire coming out of its mouth, but I think that's just vibes. I think that's just an artistic interpretation. Just vibes. Mm-hmm. I am thinking of um, Sirius Black from Harry Potter. Yeah, I think yeah. they did model um, him after a hellhound. A hellhound, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and mainly because they wanted to depict him enough different from Remus when he's in werewolf form. Yeah. yeah. Which is too much skin. Again, mm-hmm. I agree. I didn't like Remus as like the. I Harry hated Potter the design of, of it of in the movie. Yeah. It's awful. It he just looks disgusting. Angry. It's awful, especially how could they do Remus so dirty? He's my favorite character. And he's gay. Yeah. No. And in Harry Potter books, representation is pretty hard to find. True. <laughs> also, and if it's there, it's problematic as all hell. Oh, you mean Cho Chang? You mean? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> shut up. Or the Patel oh, girls? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You, you mean, uh, people make fun of, like, Harry Potter-style names of, like, if I was a Jewish person in a Harry Potter, Potter book, my name would be, like, God, I don't know what a really Jewish first name is. But the last name would be, like, Mick, Mick Money or, or something. Yeah. Well, it's like they named the, ki- like, the very obviously, like, Irish character Seamus Finnegan, mm-hmm. and then they made him like a pyromaniac, a pyromaniac alcoholic. Yeah, like it's not okay. Yeah. Also, they made him like canonically stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anyways, I we I digress. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot to say about that, but uh... there's a lot to be said. Um, I, I would say, including the anxieties of like. Christians, other religious beliefs, and for the beast to be claimed to be first seen on a Native American burial ground, mm-hmm. I just feel like there's this whole, it's a hellhound, it's satanic thing that they, like, conflated, essentially. Yeah. yeah. No, I could see that. Y'all have any other conclusions to take, or should I move on? It's a mangy bear. My thought? It's, Hold that thought, Nikon. Um, currently, I'm going... I mean, I agree with the mangy bear theory as, like, a realistic, rational way to think mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, in my, like, fun brain, though, my thought is it's um, a skinwalker. Okay, yes, that's a really good one. I didn't see that mentioned in a lot of things, but I agree. Yeah, because particularly because if it's, like... Like, by the burial ground? Yeah, by the burial mm-hmm. ground, if it has mm-hmm. anything to do with, like the Native American history of the place. Right, like, right. skinwalkers are, like, indigenous Which mythos. also, so. I would say, I have heard that, like, some people don't prefer to have that word, like, said out loud. Oh. Um, Yikes. I believe on Morbid they call them 
they have a funny name that they call them instead to not trigger people. We could Google it real quick. Yeah, they have a funny it's name. It's funny how it's I don't actually really what they easy to be informed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I, no I have heard... Holly, but yeah. <laughs> no, it is very easy to be informed. Part of that is just being like, oh, I didn't know. Let's find out. Yeah. So what I will say about um, Skinwalkers and the connection to this, too, is that the original account with Shackleman, Mm -hmm. he described the fur mostly on the backside of it and the skin mostly on the underside of it, which I think could have, like, very easily explained mammalian, like, illness (laughs) descriptions. However, skinwalkers often function by laying a animal pelt over their back Mm -hmm. and having their, like, body exposed underneath, and that's how they shapeshift. Like, that's how they initiate shapeshifting. Yeah. So, I do find that interesting that you bring that up, and I was gonna, um, make a nod to them as well, so I'm glad you said it before I did, um, that that could be true, because that's a very like paralleled description yeah right um also they're often described as not being able to perfectly mimic human speech but mm. make growling sounds that kind of sound sound somewhat. like an attempt at human speech yeah i th- i like i like my theory mm-hmm. i think that's a good mythical theory to yeah. give i like it better than hellhounds um because I feel like there's also no description of hellhounds having, like, any skin exposed. Yeah. Or, like, the rotting flesh thing. Yeah. And I, f- I don't know if this is true, but is there not some connections between, like, bad smells and skinwalkers as well? I don't know. I, I do want to do an episode on them, mm-hmm. but I don't know very much. Um, so I'm not finding a, like... I'm mostly just getting, like, thesauruses and shit, yeah. which isn't helpful, but, uh... Like, other than, like, what oh, they're actually called? Which... I just remembered what they call it on Morbid. What? Flesh pedestrians. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Because I just I just got what the actual, like, indigenous term for them right. is, and I don't, I think I'm going to butcher it, but I'll just try saying it, which mm-hmm. is ye, it's two words, ye naldlushi. Ye. Naldlushi. Naldlushi. Yeah. Yeah. I would say... But, this also, though, is in Wisconsin, which I think skin it's funny, walkers actually, are traditionally Navajo. Is yeah, that correct? That's and that's Navajo, um, yeah. Yeah. like southern it is, North yeah. America. But I mean, it doesn't mean that similar traditions and, Don't and oral traditions, yeah, like tribes, have, have yeah. either or, like come about because that's just how humanity is. We often think of the same things or have been influenced because a lot, of, like, that's in the plains. And a lot of tribes in that area were nomadic. That's so true. a lot of conversation could have been happening between tribes on like stories and influences from each other, things like that, you know. Um, so there's something to think about there. <laughs> um, what are you looking for? I'm looking for the same thing of what you're supposed to call them. Oh, so it says that it's you're not supposed to speak the word, the term skinwalker out loud from dusk to dawn because it calls them to you. Oh, oh no, but what I'm talking about is that one oh. of their listeners on Morbid wrote in that, like, they would prefer that they didn't say the word because it's triggering. Oh, okay. That's what oh. I meant by that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's why they call it flesh pedestrians on there, mm-hmm. because they're like, we don't want to, like, trigger people by, like, mm-hmm. consistently, like, you know, we we can put, like, a content warning 
yeah. on the episode announcement on Instagram that's like, we use this word and we talk about it in the episode if you don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Because, like, I would never want to make people uncomfy. True. Um, especially if it's something like that that's, like, very... Yeah. Um, it's their tradition. It's yeah. their belief, you know. Happy I will talk as much shit about it. Christians as possible, though, and I will not feel bad about it. That's fair. That's But that's because I was wronged and I'm allowed to. Yep. You are allowed to be wronged. Oh, I'm allowed to be wronged? Yeah. <laughs> that's what you just said. <laughs> no, I mean, like... I- I'm allowed to be upset. <laughs> yeah, you're um, allowed to be upset for being wronged. Yeah. <laughs> Any other non-realistic thoughts that people have before I get to my, like... No, I'm pretty sad what on I mine. Think. Yeah, I think that's I a good... I still say mangy bear. Mangy bear. Well, yeah, that's, like, that, the realistic... I, well, yeah. I mean, I also just like bears. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mangy Bear is sad, though. I know. So. But, um, I was just going to mm-hmm. say that the only other thing I could find was that people just call them those who come at night. Yes. Oh, okay. We yeah. Could, we could adopt that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I think we should think of uh, another version of, like, flesh pedestrian instead mm-hmm. of a skinwalker. Okay. Epidermis. Epidermis meanderer. <laughs> <laughs> Dermal meanderer. Dermal meanderer is a new band name. Sounds like the in. worst band name ever. I fucking hate it so much. But okay, I think that's all. Th- or, that yeah. I'm good on theories. Or fleshy, <laughs> fleshy meanderer. Ugh. Uh, uh, uh. Ugh. God. Naked meanderer. Fleshy stroller. Oh, stroller. No. What about fleshy loiterer? <laughs> no. Ew. So most people who are on the uh, realistic side also agree that it's a mangy bear. That it was probably a black bear because they are native to the area. Although so are wolves, but based on size, they yeah. think that it would most likely be a, be a bear that had some sort of disease and it was losing hair and it was probably really like sinewy because it yeah. wasn't gaining weight properly. It would have to be multiple bears though because it would over time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, mange is a thing that happens. That's true. And oftentimes those animals are left away from packs, herds, etc. too because yeah. they're diseased and and the Shined. they basically get yeah abandoned i'm just saying that like like yeah exactly that looks like a werewolf people would think is a werewolf yeah yeah I mean, actually nikon that's actually a picture of a mange beer that actually is a picture of something that someone was like i'm pretty sure no I've it's, it's pennsylvania picture. oh wait i'm pretty sure i've seen that picture before in connection with someone being like this looks like a flesh meander yeah mm. yeah um, Nikon, can you save that picture? I'll put yeah. that on the Instagram as well. Yeah. Um, our, the, so Nikon just showed us a picture of a bear that has mange, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just looks really sad, honestly. Apparently it's in Pennsylvania, because around Penn State they were having an epidemic. Oh, that's really sad. Of bear mange. Um, bear mange. <laughs> I would say also, oftentimes animals that are diseased don't smell good. And so. That's true. If it was like an animal that was dying and it was maybe only like able to eat the rem, like, here's a thought. It was only eating like already dead, already remains. dead remains because it wasn't able to hunt as a group anymore. It wasn't able to benefit off of that type of things, mm-hmm. and so it was eating like roadkill on the side yeah. of the road, or it was on that burial mound. Maybe it like found some like 
dead something. thing or yeah. it brought some dead thing and it just happened to stop there and start eating it you know yeah. like it's just an animal animals do weird things yeah. and i i 100% believe in coincidences and also um like it could just be there you know like thanks even if it's not eating things that would smell bad like I had a dog when I was young who, like, had a really terrible skin condition, Mm -hmm. and it smells bad. It smells bad, Like, it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not pleasant. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. (laughs) Even worse than Zeus. Even worse than Zeus. Or Squonk. Yeah. Zeus is a stinky boy. But he's not that stinky. He's stinky today, but not stinky tomorrow. We know, we (laughs) were talking before the episode about making Zeus tea, which is just dog hair tea. (laughs) And we were talking about how stinky is, so I like how this is coming back. I also talked about scamming people and thinking that I made weasel coffee by feeding it to Zeus. I'm not actually going to do that. Rip. The last thing I'm going to say about the mangy bear theory is just that animals that are desperate because they're hungry or maybe they have rabies, they can also be, like, weirdly aggressive. That's and true. so I wouldn't be surprised if, like, a mangy animal chased someone yeah. or, like... Was instead of running away right away, would like stand off or stare at a yeah. human when it normally would run away. Yeah. You know, like that's not that's surprising. Not I grew up in like the count out in the county. Like I, that's the, not. Yeah, the surprising. animals you should be afraid of are the ones who like act weird, and those are the weird. Those, those are, are the those type are the things. Of, yeah, those are the type of things that you look for when you're out and about, and you're like, oh, that animal is not acting like it's scared of me Mm -hmm. or it like is staying there for longer than it Mm -hmm. usually would yeah it's my turn to back away because that animal is not okay right like (laughs) right right so i'm gonna talk a little bit about some a topic that i think would be interesting to cover as a concept later Um, But some people think that the incident that happened in the 80s and 90s was actually a case of mass psychogenic illness, or formerly known as mass hysteria. Although that, um, the name has been changed from mass hysteria to mass psychogenic illness, or a a couple other different ways, uh, sociogenic, things like that. Um, It was changed because the word hysteria is uh, derogatory and gendered, um, and the use of the term mass hysteria has always been derogatory and gendered towards women as a way to imply that women's feelings don't matter. So, mass psychogenic illness. Um, also, I was gonna do a hysteria case, mm-hmm. and then yeah. yeah, there's so many good ones though. Yeah. Like dancing fever is a great one. Meowing nuns. Meowing nuns. Like there's so many good mass psychogenic. Yeah. We, you know, maybe we'll do an episode about it and then talk about a couple or yeah. something later. But uh, basically, this is a situation where the spread of illness symptoms through a population has no infectious agent responsible for contagion. Typically, it originates from a nervous system issue with no organic cause, but instead a completely subconscious cause, which is why a lot of times people don't know that it's happening until it's already infected everyone else around them. Yeah. Um, Basically, somebody has some sort of psychosis issue, and then that then spreads to other people. Yeah. And I think it's very probable that the first woman who saw it in 1989 went to the library. She saw this werewolf thing. People started calling it the Wisconsin werewolf. Yeah. They were reporting on it. It was a big deal. And I think it just became 
a form of this mass psychogenic illness. Yeah. Um, I know people have talked about the, like, Salem witch trials in that way as well. Yes, but also, though, that one, a lot of people think is because of that mold that That's poisoned true. them. Yeah. In the barley or whatever That's it was. That's true. Um, which we'll maybe cover that another time. That would be That fun. might be a good one to do this Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Learning about things. I hate mold. Mold terrifies me because I, mean, I lived it in a moldy should be apartment. Terrifying to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't you know? We're young. It doesn't. It affect doesn't it. kill you if you're young. I, <laughs> yeah. Said to Holly by her old landlord. Yeah. My, True. My last landlord. I literally. I was like, "There's black mold in this apartment. Fix it." And they were like, mm, "No, it's not. It's not a health hazard." And I was like, "It actually, literally is. You gave me the pamphlet on it." It's right here in my hand that I'm showing you to your face. And they were like, no, see, you're, you you misunderstand. It's not a health hazard to you because you're young. Mm. So Meanwhile, you're Holly, like, fully has asthma. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was like, I I want to die. And also, want, that's not true, yeah. but also Holly had asthma. Yeah. And I was like, you're moving now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, stupid landlords. The worst. Yeah. I mean, that's really all I have on the Wisconsin werewolf or the beast of Bray Road. Some people still believe it lurks in the shadows out there. Nice. I feel like they might just have a mange issue in their wildlife. Yeah. Um, and I think that mass psychogenic illness is, like, very probable based on the fact that they literally assigned a journalist in the local paper yeah. to cover it <laughs> extensively, in yeah. which she did and then wrote a book about it. So... The Beast of Bray Road, everyone. I love it. Do you want to see some pictures? Yes. Yes. We'll post these on the Instagram along with the picture that Nikon is going to share as well. That is just a picture of a mangy bear. And Mm. I'll make sure to label it that way so you guys can tell the difference. Mangy mare. Mangy mare. First, I... Okay, these are both... Well, the first picture is a wood carving of what he's supposed to look like. And again, why is he ripped? Why does he have abs? Why Why is he waving? Why is everyone, (laughs) like, trying to bone all of the cryptids in the world? I just have questions. Okay. Like, what's up with that business? Next would be this drawing with roadkill that I think is hilarious. Why do his eyes look like that? I think think his face and also just, like, he's like... Do you want fish? Yeah, he's like, I think it's a raccoon. I don't know. Would you like a bite? The last one, I think, is a person in a costume, but it's disturbing. It's a dash cam photo. Yeah, that's definitely a person in a costume. But it's, like, creepy, right? It is creepy. It really reminds me of that guy who has the life-size dog suit thing. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know... Do things as you want to do Don't consensually, yuck young, but but like <laughs> there's a level of like going out in public and doing things that's like it makes it it makes it non-consensual because, for everyone around yeah. you. If you guys haven't heard of the person who has like a was it Australian Shepherd costume, yeah, yeah. like so. a completely lifelike. No, but the thing is, he also can't take it off. Remember, right? Ever? Like that's he's not real. like he's sewn into it, basically. Yeah. I hate that. That's he also like that has like he has like an owner too. So like yeah, he's like a gimp. Yeah. yeah, I I just 
listen, there's nothing wrong with that, but just, like, don't, you can't go out and, like, subject strangers to that without obtaining consent. Like, that's also, not okay. like, kids the- who are, like, oh, I want to pet your dog. See, like, and if they're getting off on that, that's not okay. Yeah. Like, you can't yeah. get off on a, someone else believing that you're a dog by going out in public dressed as a dog. That's yeah. not okay. Yeah. And I think it's part of why, like, my thing that I'm getting really sick on my head is, like, but people going out in fursuits, that's okay. Because, like... Well, oftentimes not... people who do that are doing it at events where it's, like, implied consent because yeah. it's, like, a part of a community. Well, yeah. And also it's just, like... It's, like, the the nature of the act more. Yeah. That is true. Like, they're not literally pretending to be an animal. They're... They generally are also being very respectful and not involving people who don't want to be involved. Oh, yeah. yeah no, I mean... So. Just in general, uh, justice for furries, because they don't mess with anybody, and they're yeah, kind of yeah. actually pretty based a lot of the time. I just wanted to say that I think that's rad, and Maddie and I, remember when we were at that booth and we bought all those stickers? Yeah. And we, we realized afterwards that they were, like, it was like a um, like a furry stand, and we were like, fuck it, these stickers are dope. Yeah. <laughs> and we were, like, super excited about yeah. it, and it's like, that's a consensual like yeah. normal situation like whatever there's a yeah. difference between furries and literally becoming a dog yeah basically <laughs> google realistic dog costume guy and it'll pop up right away there's an insider i know that's not a great source but there's an insider article about it he spent fifteen thousand dollars on a quote lifelike dog costume um like no shade but also it just it's when you look at the pictures, it looks too <sighs> real. Yeah, yeah, it's just a dog. Like, it literally it's just looks like a dog. It's Uncanny Valley level. It is. Yeah, and also because the dog face, like, have you seen, like, any of the videos? No, but it's vacant in the eyes. Yeah, it's like, so it, scary. it's just the face just looks wrong. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too real, and the eyes are too, like, it's too real, except for you look at the eyes, and, and you're like, nothing. shit, there's nothing there. Yeah. It's yeah. so scary. Yeah, it it's deeply unsettling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But anyway, anyway, uh, holy shit. (laughs) I loved this one. It was great. Yeah. I'm honored to have shown you the Beast of Bray Road. I find it, I find mass psychogenic illness just fascinating in general. So I was pleased to see that that was a theory at the end. Because I was like, no fucking way. This is like these crazy people who are like, it's a Satan beast. Like, I was like, no, this is dumb. Like, this is... You know, hey, here's a theory. It's a man in a fursuit. Could be. He's just cosplaying. You never know. He got them all. Imagine if we ended the episode on that. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want to take home for your cabinet for this one? Oh. I'm going to do a little... Oh, no, no. I was going to originally just do a pouch of fur, but that's boring. I want the back, like... The, just a little section of the back of the car with the claw marks on Ooh, it. Ooh, nice, 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 yeah. There's definitely no pictures of that, so I think she was lying, but it's my yeah. favorite part, because I think it's ridiculous. Because it's one of those things where I'm like, people would, like, that's kind of irrefutable evidence if there's, like, literally fucking claw marks. My favorite is just, car. like, to this day, I believe it was satanic. It's just, like, so ridiculous to me, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just like, come on! <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, get real. Um, I think I would probably take, like, one of its claws or, like, a fang. Nice. I'm going to be boring. Okay. And I'm going to take the book of from that the journalist put together. 
Oh, the like actually the the, yeah. the compiled stories yeah, of the, the compiled Beast stories. of Bray Road. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Lo, lo, um, it's um Linda Linda Gibson. No, no, no. Linda Godfrey's book, yeah, and I'm the book is that. called "The Beast of Bray Road: Tailing Wisconsin's Werewolf." Mm-hmm. Nice. So fucking yeah. Nice. Um, that I, was amazing. I hated it. <laughs> And uh, if anyone would like to continue to hear stories that we hate and love, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. You can send us an email with suggestions or questions or anything else of the like to our email, which is themacabcastpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can also send us a message on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can see pictures that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the information about, like, picture images of what we talk about in episodes will be posted on there every Monday when episodes come out as quickly as I remember to post. Mm-hmm. And that our handle on Instagram is... The Macabre Cast Pod. Thank nice. you. Nice. Uh, and, uh... Thanks. Thanks, Nikon. Yeah. Thanks, Nikon, for sound stuff for today. Yeah. Thank and you, Trainer. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, yeah. So Sandra keeps asking me if we're going to keep putting it in. <laughs> it's too much work. Well, thank you, Trainer. Thank you, Trainer. Yeah, for the intro and outro. As always. As always. And. And. Yeah. And. and uh, what's in your cabinet? Good night. <laughs> <laughs>